So what happened? Is the relationship over? Well, not quite. Why not? He was my psychiatrist, you know? He knows all my patterns. In my relationships, I always try to find some reason to leave, so as my doctor, he can't allow me to do this, so he's not letting me leave. What do you mean, not letting you? He has this power over me, okay? He has this way of manipulating every little word I say. He's like a Svenjali. Svengali. What did I say? Svenjali. Svenjali? I did not say Svenjali. I don't see how I could have said Svenjali. So, maybe he's got, like, a cheerful mental hold over you. September 2nd, 2018. Hello! Hello. Welcome to TWIP 100. 100! Where we have nothing special planned. Literally nothing. Who has the time? No one's got time. It would have been cool to do something like that. That would have been neat, huh? We didn't have any kind of time no. to think of it and prepare it and get it ready. And it's fine. It's not a thing we have the time for. We thought what you would want is more of the same. I think it's being generous to assume they want this. <laughs> Nobody wants this. Sure they do. I'm going to go out on a limb and say no, they don't. <laughs> no. Whatever. We need to We need to move on with the content. That's why the people are here. For the content. Yes. People are here. For the content. No, there's actual content. There's just not many people here. Well. For our listener out there. <laughs> well, I got you good there. Yeah, you did. Okay. <laughs> listener. That's right. <laughs> Oh, geez. Where should we start? Okay. At the top of the list. All right. That's my thought. Well, tomorrow we'll see the release of uh, episode two of the Active Radioactive Radio web series for the Kickstarter backers at the $10 and above level. That's right. They get it early. That's right. And the rest of everyone else will get it on September 19th. And that is all this month. So what? it's here. It's here. You're going back to Lefton, man. Lefton. So that's very exciting. We're, we're very excited to have you all see it and hear your thoughts, and we hope you love it. So yes, please watch the pilot again, and then watch the watch second Watch it episode. again to prepare. Yes. You may find it at activeradioactiveradio.com. And if you happen to listen to it ten more times, that would also be good. Watch it. You could listen to the original season of the audio drama, oh. but the pilot you have to watch, not just listen. That's true. You could go all the way back and listen to the show, and then yeah. you could watch a show, and then you could uh -huh. watch more of the show. Right. There's a lot of show, is what we're saying. It's neat. It's very neat. Okay. Um, relatedly, the final cut of episode three of the Active Radio, Active Radio web series is done and locked in and all ready to go. Yep. So that will be ready to come out in October, and we will probably sometime later this month have the cast screening for that. So the the cast screening for episode two went great. It's a lot of fun watching it with the cast. And it is so fun. Seeing them react to each other and themselves. Yes. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we've been mentioning um, that there were some new shows that we had been pitched. And we have now read pilot scripts for two of them, which is very cool, and sent feedback. Uh, don't get too excited about that. It doesn't mean they're ready to go into production or anything like that. We're... We're going to kind of follow a new model with these shows where we're going to get like a whole season's worth of scripts done yep. before we cast it and then before we go into recording and production. Uh, rather than try to do a revolving thing, I'm moving my hands, no one can see them, but they're revolving. Yeah. 
like we do on Kingery, where we write one and mix one, then write another while that one's being mixed and on and on. It's it's tough to keep up with that. So we're going to just go a season at a time. Script's done and then production. So um, there's still a ways off. Uh, we got to get season outlines and, you know, nothing's officially okayed and moving ahead yet or anything. But we did see the pilot scripts and that's very cool. It's all on the horizon. Horizon thing. It's like peeking over the edge a little bit. Like, whoop, there's a show. A little show. A little baby show. That was amazing. <laughs> wow. All right. Oh, and then the other thing. Okay. So, I was listening to the commentary for Seminar 82, which came out just last week. And in it, Vincent was telling... Vincent Morrison, our show director, was telling assistant director Samantha Reed about how um, she didn't really know what kind of an audience the shows had. And Vincent was like, oh, you can listen to TWIP. They do the web stats there. <gasps> and I was like, well, we did, but we haven't in a long time. So I went back and looked. And the last time we did web stats. Are you ready for this? You know what? You sounded a little bit like Julio there. Like who? Julio. Oh, well, <laughs> the last time we did web stats. Oh, oh, I'm peeking. Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that sounded terrible. <laughs> oh, stop. Peeking. Oh, I really blew it out there. We're looking at. The oh, that's not helping it. <laughs> We're looking at the waveform. Okay, guys. Swip 100 for all of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so the last time we did web stats was, well, I had it written down. Here we go. On another post-it. April of 2015. Well, well. With the stats for 2014. Why do you have to tell people this? Because I'm embarrassed that well, I forgot but, for three so years. So you want, we didn't forget, you we just forgot. didn't want to do them anymore. No, well, not every month because we don't have as many new shows every month, but periodically, would still, at least yearly... Well, TWIP 100, I guess, is a great place it's to put him in. It's been three years. I know. I, I Over three years? I'm really sorry. I Okay. But in my defense, nobody, until that commentary that with Vincent, wrote and said, hey, well, where are the web stats? No one was clamoring for web stats. <laughs> no one really cares. Web stats, web stats. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I went back and I checked on what those would be. How nice. So we were averaging... Somewhere between five and six hundred thousand MP3s downloaded from the site each year. When? Between twenty fourteen and twenty sixteen. Okay. And uh, in that time, we were also we well, that's uh, we would average between well about five million podcast hits per year. Okay. So that's very cool. But then I have the specific twenty seventeen stats. Well, actually, it's not twenty seventeen stats. Okay, let me clarify because. The results are, they go back from, okay, it's within one year from now, which mm -hmm. isn't very helpful because it goes back to like September of- Oh my God, this is the longest explanation 2017. Web stats, web stats. <laughs> so from 27, September of 2017 until the end of August 2018, mm -hmm. we had 535,000 MP3 downloads Fab. and 8 million podcast hits. Here's oh. the thing that's very interesting. It has gone, okay, while the um, MP3 downloads is a little bit lower, which is okay because we haven't had as many shows releasing, so you would expect that to go down a little. The podcast hits has almost doubled. 
That's interesting. In the same amount of that time. That means we have more subscribers. So that what that means is we have more subscribers uh, subscribing. I hate using the same word twice in a row there, but that's what it means. More subscribers subscribing to the podcast feed and checking out past yeah. episodes. Yeah. So we've got a lot of new people coming in, new audience, who are grabbing old episodes, and that's very cool. That so that's cool. a cool thing that we have found out from that. So it's a lot more people. Yeah. A lot so, more users. Um, that I just wanted to throw that stuff out there. That's all very cool, and apologies for it taking three years. Half a million downloads a year. Um, between five hundred and six hundred thousand. Okay. Some years were a little higher, but yeah, in there. And I'm gonna try, if I can, remember to do them on a sort of yearly basis going forward. Like after the Pendies episode, when we come back with the first new twip after the Pendies in the new year, I'll try to do like a cumulative twenty-seven full twenty seventeen, uh-huh. not just the yeah. past twelve months now. Yep, but you're gonna plan cumulative. those out right over Christmas. That's what you're gonna be doing Christmas Eve under the tree. There's a lot of tallying web stats. disdain do, going do, do, on over do, do. here. <laughs> I'm not sure I care for it. I'm just saying we like relax a little bit during that time, usually. So let's just give these people a break from us. And go to the interview. You know what? That would be great. With a whole lot more us. Oh, right. Sorry. Ha ha. You won't be free of us. From scenic Los Angeles, California, it's us. Yeah, hi. Hi. Oh, gosh, folks. We have been through an ordeal. Well... A technical ordeal. Poor Jordan did this interview with us twice, and there were severe technical difficulties with the recording both times. Therefore, we are interviewing ourselves. Right, because we didn't have time to do it again and get it in the episode in time, unfortunately. But we wrote down all of the questions Jordan asked us twice, and so we've still got all of the questions, and we're going to give you... The answers. We're going to faithfully give you those answers. And we're going to do this because, again, we're very short on time now. Yeah. This is going to be unfiltered, unedited completely. We're going to record this and drop it in. Yeah. So let's do it. Okay. Let's start this. Let's go. Okay. So Jordan said he wanted this to be less about specific shows that we had worked on and more about Pendant as a whole. So the... Questions generally flow in that yeah, direction. Yeah, we were down with that. Right, because we've talked a lot about all the different shows we've worked on many sure, times Sure, you've before. heard all that stuff. I mean, we could talk about it more anytime no. because we could talk about Not right stuff now, forever. Later. That's what I mean. Later. Right, but what I mean... I understand. Okay. Okay. Well, you cut me off. Yeah, I did. Okay. Move on. Jeez. Let's go. He wanted to know what we thought was the most significant growth point since TWIP 50, the last time we were interviewed some four years ago. Yeah, a lot has happened in four years. Right. Chief among them, the most surprising thing is that we now have a web series. Right. An active radioactive radio web series. Four years ago, I don't think even we would have thought that was going to happen. And certainly, I did not think we would take a podcast and then do a web series. Turn it into one. With the same people. Right. Super weird. Now, way back in the day, not long after Pendant started, I thought, man, wouldn't this be cool if we could do... It as a uh, video. It's a, mm-hmm. Web series wasn't even a word back then because when we started podcasts, we're even a thing. You shouldn't say things like that, okay? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Pendant has history 
That's all yes, I'm saying. It's, that's great. It was one of the first. Fuzzy, indistinct history is how we like it. <laughs> it was one of the first. We've been around. Anyway, back then, video cameras were not common and very expensive. Right. So... And now HD cameras are in everyone's smartphones. Yep. And when we started Pendant, we wanted to do a podcast because it was cheap. Well, that's one of the reasons. There yes. were many, but but that's, yeah. And so... And we were like, hey, web series are now cheap. To do, right. It's, and we are cheap. We like that. The uh, <laughs> democratization of video, if you will. That sure. It is now much more affordable and accessible to... Many more people. Many more people than it used to be. Yes. Um, and so then it was you who said, hey, we could do this now. Because Active Radio, Active Radio follows such a format that the characters don't often have to physically be in the same space with each other. That's right. And so it allowed us to sort of do the pendant method of audio drama with video, which was really weird. It's very weird, and I don't know of any other web series who has done what we did. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, It's we, pretty we strange. did the pilot as an experiment. We weren't even sure if it would work. Yep. So that we just said, let's try it and see. And for some reason, the cast said, sure, we'll try it with you, which is bless them. Bless yes, them. They're wonderful people. So, yeah. That was a major growth point. Um, also, I think that we did a Kickstarter for the web series, too, when we were able to pay some people small sums of money for their time and effort. Amazing. Which is another thing we always wanted to be able to do. Yes. But the coolest part about having a web series is that it opens you up to a new audience mm -hmm. of people who dig web series or dig YouTubers and things like that, but aren't necessarily seeking out audio drama. They might see this, go to the website and find all of our other shows or what have you. So it's an entirely new group of people who might not have known we existed. And they might actually talk about us because it seems like we have a lot of listeners who don't say a whole lot about Pendant. Get talking. So talk. That helps because then more people find us. That's but right. we're getting off topic. Okay, I'll move to the next question. That's you right. pointed at the post-it. I'm like directing see, this whole interview. See, Jordan, I put your questions... Uh, one of my holy post-its. Yep, they're holy, all right. Some sarcasm. <laughs> all right, so we have added in video. Was there something else we might like to add dependent that we don't presently have? I don't think so. Um, we did a comic with Dixie, a mini comic that was eight pages with yeah. the Kickstarter we did for that a few years back. But I don't know if there's a whole lot else that we want to add, necessarily. No, like, I feel like the direction we're going with Pendant is the direction we want to go. and We want to keep it manageable. We don't want yeah. it to get so big that we can't keep a handle on it. Because right. even when if there's just a single show coming out in a month, all of the behind-the-scenes work that has to go on with that, with keeping the scripts on schedule, keeping the directors on schedule, keeping the actors on schedule. It's a lot of work. And when you have another show in a month, it, you double the amount of work. And then so if you add a third or a fourth, it gets it really adds up. And we have marvelous people who do a lot of work for us yes. for all of these shows. And every so often somebody gets sick or somebody steps sure. down. And we want to be sure we can cover that in that eventuality. Right. And not be in a really bad situation if somebody, you know isn't able to keep going sure we don't want to have everything collapse so we do not want a house of cards here so we're, we're good right we, we definitely want to keep things managed yeah. yeah yeah okay cool is there a type of show we want to do that we have not done yet a type of show let's see if this surprises you for the third time when i say i think it might be cool 
we had some kind of a soap opera sort of thing. Yeah, I don't... No, you came around last time. The Only second time Only because you mentioned, end. like, wrestling is right, a Right, because opera. wrestling is a soap opera. And I, I was like, okay, maybe... I'm not talking it has All to be, right. like, general hospital style. Yeah. But a soap where it's, you know, about these... Yeah. If you think of wrestling, it is totally just a soap opera with right. half-naked men you know, sweatily now, like, rubbing each other. Oh, General okay. hospital fans are going to come after us now. Well, there's anything How wrong with that either. How dare you... I, that's also actually. A valid I've thing. been watching General Hospital at the gym because oh. it's always on, and wow. it's not very good. Okay? Oh no! There, I oh, oh, she's throwing down gauntlets. <laughs> but no, we're not opposed to stuff like that either. It would just have to be the right pitch for anything. But I right. think that would be cool. And one other idea I always thought would be really cool would be to have a comedy sketch show, sort of SNL style, where you bring in a different host for each episode and. You write, you know, different little sketches All for them. All I hear is logistical nightmare coming out of your face. That's why it's never happened. Yeah. Because that would be really, really tough to work. You probably have to have a full staff of people writing it. Yeah, and that's it would not going to, no. We don't have the time for that. But as an answer to his question, I always thought that would be a cool thing that you don't I see a lot of guess. in audio. Or any of in audio. Either of those things. So I thought they would be cool new directions you could take it that audio drama's not gone in. All right, I'll give you that. What about you? Me? Did you have any? No. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, what would we say is Pendant's strongest aspect, and which parts would we like to bolster up where we think it could be a little stronger? Mm. I what talked a lot the last thing? time. You I, should talk a little more the on this. The strongest part of Pendant is obviously our volunteer staff of amazing, our contributors. incredible people. Our creative staff of wonderful people. people who send scripts to seminar and all those people. And our directors and our actors. Uh -huh. All of them. We wouldn't exist without all of them. Nope. And so many of these people have for some reason decided they're going to do this for us. With us. For our company. With us. With us. We do it all together. It's collaborative. Yes. Yeah. That is true. And that's the strongest aspect is all the people we have that work together to make this We stuff. are a big team. That's great. It's great. They're all great. You're yeah. great. And the part where I thought that we were a little bit the weakest is mm -hmm. in terms of our marketing. Yeah. Because we don't know a lot about that. We really have no idea. And like we've been on Twitter, a pendant has been on Twitter for 10 years mm -hmm. and we have almost 2,000 followers. We're getting close to cracking that. But there's... New audio drama shows that are just one show and not like a company with a dozen shows like us that have been around six months and they have over 2,000 followers. Yeah, and we And I have... look at them and I wonder how. Yeah. How do they do that? I think they pay famous people. I don't think they all pay famous I th people. I think a lot of them do. I don't think so. I just feel like that because it's like we have so many people downloading our shows and they're just so silent. Well, as you heard earlier in this show with the, the web stats we mentioned, yes, there are a large number of downloads and so few people talking about it. And they don't, you know or why? Or leaving reviews on like iTunes if you want to stop by, that really helps. Yeah, if you could just click those things in iTunes. Little stars? That would be super great. Makes such a difference. Please. Yes. You don't even, you don't even understand. But that's the thing where I feel we could do better because yeah. I don't, we don't know as much about that or how to get more eyes on our stuff because i talked to somebody a couple months ago who's been a big audio drama fan for a long time and didn't know we existed yeah and he's all into the internet audio dramas and he knew about a bunch of other shows and companies but not us and that's cool that he, now he knows about us but i'm like what happened that we somehow escaped a person who loves this 
medium and didn't know we existed, how do we make sure those people can yeah. find us? And that's what I'm I mean, not sure of. We have to start like emailing every single person that works with us and be like, you have to leave reviews <laughs> or you're fired. Maybe that's what it is. I don't, I don't know. know. We're not going to fire anybody. She's okay. just cranky because this is the third interview we've done. <laughs> not well. Okay. Probably a little. All right. Yeah. It's late. It's getting late. Yeah. Okay. So... If any of you out there have ideas about that or you know a little bit more about social media marketing. Click the damn stars, people. Well, do that. And Click then, em. like, you know, send us some emails. And let us know if you got some tips or something. We're, we're all ears. Okay. Sure. Uh, are there any shows we would like to revisit? Like from past pendant past shows? Past pendant shows we'd like to revisit, to which I said, nah. Nah. We're much more concerned with going forward. Yeah. And I would someday love to do the Dixie follow-ups that had initially been planned but there's not a lot of time for that with all the other stuff we have going on and i honestly don't know if there's ever a point we'd get to have the time to work on them and i think like as writers and producers and and creators like as time goes on like we're always talking about how you know what the new stuff we've written is the best thing we've ever written and then the next thing we write is the best thing we've ever written sure well you want to feel that way as a creator right you're always getting better and improving so like the stuff that we're working on right now and producing right now i feel like that's the best dependent has right now mm-hmm. like so obviously i want to keep making more of what we feel that is the well best. sure but like if we made new dixie it would then that would be the new right, best right. but that so that's what he but was right asking now, if like, we want to revisit yeah. an old show and maybe bring it back or something like that and i don't think so no because i'm like way more excited about new active radio active radio and like henderson and have and we've got and other new ideas and all kinds of stuff we're working on outside and the of stuff that we have and, in development right now right. even for new shows that are coming right. out soon yeah but I did drop a little tidbit that I'll drop again for you Dixie fans out there. That if oh. we got to the second series, the the star was going to be Pixie, and in in the third it would be Trixie. So it'd be Dixie and I like and Trixie because it's try like the third Trixie. Dixie. Stenbergs, yeah. yeah, the Stenberg ladies. So, but anyway, um, so we don't honestly know if anything like that will ever happen. But you know, who knows? Four years ago, if you asked us if we'd have a web series, we'd say no. So who knows? You never know. I would have said, great idea. <laughs> <laughs> now, how would you make it happen? Yeah, I don't, yeah. That I don't that know. That we would know. Okay. I still know a great idea when I hear it. Have I got some ideas for you? Woo! Um, he wanted to know if we might ever do more miniseries like Red Sands Investigations, ah. which hopefully some of you folks have checked out. It's a four-episode miniseries that we did quite a few years back. Yes, and so what we said was mm, yes and no. It would uh, everything always depends on the concept itself, the pitch that comes right. in. But miniseries are very hard things to do in podcasting mm-hmm. because podcasting as a medium is set up to have a lot of episodes. Yeah, a lot of episodes. And if you go to a podcast that only has four episodes and hasn't been updated in six, seven, eight years, you're going to be like, this is super old. And it's why are there no new episodes? And because that's what you're trained to think with podcasts. Yeah. Or you would even think maybe this was never finished. So why should I right. listen you to might not it? even think it was done. Exactly. If you if you didn't, you know, come from the website first, if you found the feed in iTunes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, it was sort of a, an experiment when we did it. And that's what we learned, that it's really hard because it's almost over before your audience builds. Podcasting audience right. builds month to month as more people find it and go back and find the old stuff. And with this, after four months, you're done. 
And then after that, it's like, oh, a year or two or four has gone by. What do you do? Promote it again? And then you're like, then I'm promoting this thing that's four years old. Right. And people are like, what is going on And with then we you? discovered sort of the same issue with Archer and Armstrong when we released it on Audible because it had four episodes and then sort of a fifth that combined everything together, you mm-hmm. know, um, with the special features and whatnot. But after five months, that was done. And we discovered there that on Audible, people are looking for stuff that's like 20 hours long because they're used to getting an audiobook and that's yeah. how long it takes to read some of those, right? And if you can pay 15 bucks and get 20 hours, but you can pay 7 bucks and get two and a half hours, like with Phantom Canyon or something, or Archer and Armstrong only runs about two hours total, mm-hmm. even when you add in all the special features, it's maybe four, then they're like, this is not worth the money exactly and we didn't get to set the price on that um audible sets the price themselves you know so we yeah. couldn't make One it of any many cheaper. reasons we're not putting stuff on audible anymore yeah it, it's it's but we're learning a lot from it and but yeah. the, the audible audience is very different from the podcasting right. audience and neither of those are geared toward short finite stories yeah so like marketing wise we know what people don't want but what they do <laughs> want we don't know or that how to get them to just click likes yeah. and follows that's a mystery we, yeah so <laughs> anyway, we're not saying we would never do them. Right. But um they're we might just do hard something to make more work. like a limited like five or six episodes, maybe even, and then do another season after of that, that. Right. But so then right. there's more that so, would come later. Exactly. So that it's longer than just that amount. Right. But it's all project dependent and yeah. it's something we would just have to take on a case by case basis. That's but fair. De- de- difficult to make work in this medium. Definitely. Yes. Uh, what is the hardest part about editing in terms of script editing? Because we do a lot of that. And my my first response to that is that editing with any of the longtime pendant folks who have written for us is there's nothing hard about it at all. They're all great at taking notes. It's very collaborative. There's a good dialogue back and forth. There's not a single part about it that isn't great. It yep. just works wonderfully. And that's why they all work with us. <laughs> or why they wonderful. keep working with us. And yeah, it, it works really good. Um, with seminar, it's a little different. Um, there are some writers who have been longtime contributors and are great at taking edits and feedbacks yep. and notes and working on things with you. There are some new writers who are super great at that as well. But then there are also the new writers who get mad when you give them feedback or who just ghost on you and never reply when you give them feedback. Or I who think don't a really lot understand. of it is expectations. Possibly. It's like a lot of people, it seems like, put a story in and they think, that's it. it and what it really is is it's the beginning of a conversation as we figure out is this going to fit in the format is it you know are the audio cues clear enough right. there's a lot of different little things that people don't think about in order to get a story into a podcast so that people understand it mm-hmm. and it's also a full complete story with a beginning and an end right one of the issues that uh, one of the most common issues we have with, especially with new writers is that they send in something that's a sequence of events of stuff that happens in order but it's not a story right or it doesn't have an ending right and if you're not sure if that's the case for you and you're writing you can ask yourself what is your story about and if it's like it's about this guy who has a problem on his way to work that's not that's a, some stuff that happens but that's not what it's about mm-hmm. is it about how lonely he feels and he can't seem to connect with anybody that's what it would be you know that's like what a story is about it's mm-hmm. got to be about something and it's got to go somewhere and characters should arc at least a little bit and have a little change something yeah. that happens that affects them <clears throat> And that can be really tough to do in 15 pages, deceptively so. Right. But uh, it's a back and forth. So, like, when right. someone submits a script and 
we really hope that they went to the website and looked at the different things on it that tell you how long it's supposed to be and what format it's supposed to be in. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to reformat your script for you. Sorry, we don't have that time. Right. Or, you know, someone might send a prose story and be like, I think this would be great. Well, you have a lot of work ahead of you then. <laughs> so, but it's not just, it's usually not just a quick, we're passing on this. Like, right. That almost never happens. It almost never happens. As long as you're willing to put in work and have a discussion about it, then you can be successful. Right. And there can be times when we can go through revision after revision after revision, and we just feel like it's just not getting there, and we might pass on it. And uh, you did that with a script from Landon Bell several years ago. And then a couple of years later, when we were requesting scripts, he took it out and dusted it off, tweaked some things and sent it in. And I thought, hey, I think we can do something with this and suggested some other changes. And then that was in the show. Uh, just a few months back, I think. So, I mean, you never know. Sometimes some time away really helps. And uh, mm -hmm. oh, there's all kinds of different stuff that it, it's just, you know, we're willing to work with you. It doesn't have right. to be perfect before you send it in. It's okay if you think it stinks. You got to let it suck. All first drafts suck. I mean, feel free to revise it and send us the second or third draft. That's not a problem. But we're here to help you. We'll be happy to help you revise it. And that's where every script gets better is in the revision process. Yep, definitely. Don't have to be perfect the first time around. Nope. So don't, don't psych yourself out. Right. <laughs> or if you've got a script that's 20 pages and you don't know how to cut it or where to cut it, send it in and let us know that and we'll work with you to try to find ways to make it work. Yep. We're, we're very friendly and helpful. We, we try. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well then his next question, we kind of covered that, was what uh, somebody who maybe hasn't subscribed submitted a script before what should they look for in terms of response from us what is that like the process right. so it's very back and forth we want you to respond to us um, if we have suggestions for a line that's not working we like to give examples of how you might be able to tweak it mm -hmm. but you never have to take those exactly we had a new writer uh, not too long ago who did that I would give him an example of a line I'm like we could tweak it to maybe something like this that gets the job done and he would just put those lines straight in there the one the examples I gave him which is fine if you want to but we're not telling you to do that. We want you, we're ha more happy if you come up with stuff in your own words. Right, because we want it to be your story. Right. And we want you to do it in your voice. But sometimes it's just better to illustrate what we think you can get out of the line by yeah. giving you suggestions or, you know, sample rewrites. Right. And sometimes when a story just seems like a whole bunch of events, I'll, mm -hmm. I would say like, what do you want this to say? What, what do, do you, you want think it to this say? story is saying? What do you want to convey with this Right. And story? sometimes I get very interesting responses right. out of that. And I could be like, you know what? That's cool that that's what you want to do, but it's not here yet. It's not what it's Let's doing Let's figure yet. out but how to make it But we can figure out how to make here. it do that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's an important question to ask yourself, too, if you're doing that, is what are you trying to say with it? Right. It, can't, it shouldn't just be a thing that is just there. It's, you got to do something with it. Definitely, because a lot of times with writing, the hardest part is realizing everything in your brain is not on the page. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then figuring out how to get what's in your brain on the page. Because, yeah, uh, you can give it to someone else and they're going to be lost. And you're like, but but it's all here. I have it all. Yeah. Right. And we've had issues um, occasionally people submitting things that are based on true events. Yes. And that can be very difficult because sometimes even if something is very true and even if it's got a lot of emotion and a lot of heart, it might not make a story. And it could still just be a sequence of events. Tweaks or changes to it. And that's a lot harder when it's something that right. actually happened to you because you're like, well, that's not how it happened. Right. But that's like on movies and TV why you see based on a true story yeah. or adapted from a true story because mm -hmm. you need to tweak things to make it work in a story format. Right. 
So just straight true events don't always make the best stories by themselves. True. You've got to tweak some things to make bit. it work a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He wanted to know when he'd hear us singing in shows. And we laughed and we laughed. There was a lot of laughter. Heck no. Oh, well, you if you want <laughs> to hear me sing, you can go back and find the Oom Cola jingle in one of the old Dixie episodes where I sang terribly. And the only reason I did it was because it was supposed to sound like terrible, bad, hilarious singing. And it was funny. So that was okay. But mm-hmm. that's it. I can't, I can't do it. I can't sing. I mean, yeah. I'm terrible. I'm just terrible. I feel no urge to sing for you all. <laughs> but um, I, I did do the um, Henderson and Havner theme. That's true. Well, it's not singing, but it is musical. Musical. Yeah. And um, also for Active Radio, Active Radio, I was the highest hurdle to get past for the, the videos. <laughs> yeah. Well, the music for, and, and not just the videos, but in the audio drama version too. It was hard. The music was definitely the hardest the part right for the entire thing. portion. Right. On top of finding a good song a good or song video. that also fits with the that story, fits with and, the story the episode, and the episode and then that you can get permission to use yeah yeah nightmare and then after all of that you find one that fits all of that and then susan has to be like well i don't know yep. i like it enough well actually and we, honestly all of this is why we that show almost didn't happen actually we, we would go through susan's approval before trying to get permission for the song because yeah. if we got permission and then she said no that would just be bad that would have been awful yeah so no. we're not we didn't we the did other way that. is much yeah. better okay okay anyway um what are we doing outside of pendant oh gosh oh so much so many things um yes. we've done a, a comic with our wonderful friend and artist penelope gaylord called little devil um, little devil and um we also put it's, together an animation pitch for little devil right which is about a little devil girl who moves to an angel neighborhood yes has to go to angel school yes that's a school for angels not a school where you learn to be an angel right it just happens to be that they're in an angel neighborhood so most right. of the kids are angels yes but she but not not lucy the little devil she stands out and so it's a it's a story about you know being different and learning to accept differences in each other mm-hmm. and uh, how differences can seem scary, but that's only when you don't understand them. That's right. We have a destructive cat in the background, but yeah. we're not going to edit it. No. no. No editing. So, um, yeah, we have that, and then we turned that into um, an animation pitch, and we pitched it a few places, and then we made an animatic for it, which, if you're well, not we familiar... we didn't make the animatic. Well, we helped make it, though. Yes. Um, if you're not familiar with them, it's sort of a moving storyboard that is done uh, early on in an animation process, and we did that sort of just as a test to see how it would go. It's only mm-hmm. like a minute long. It's not like a full episode or anything. Um, but we had audio mixed for that by Anna Rodriguez, and we had uh, vocal work done by Leah Gulino, who has done pendant work in the past. Mm-hmm. And that is on YouTube. Um, we should probably post it to our Twitters again. We did a while ago, but for people, if you're interested now, you want to see it or whatever. Yeah. We should put that up. And so uh, we used that sort of to help with the pitch and give an idea of the flavor of the show and right. what it would be like. So we did that. And then... We're also working on a couple other animation pitches. Right. Um, also and we've with, even gotten to pitch some of them, which is super cool. And we're going to pitch some more of them, which yeah. is great. Um, we're working on a four-issue comic sci-fi miniseries. Yep. The first issue is done, and we're going to have the next three done sort of by the end of March or so, we're thinking. Yeah. And uh, we're talking with different publishers about it right now. That's which right, is publishers. very exciting. Cool. Um, 
So that's very cool. Working with a really, really great creative team on that. Yep. Uh, and you can see um, a little bit of uh, previews of some of the art and stuff from that on our Twitter feeds, too. We put some of that up there. Mm-hmm. And let's see. We have a TV pilot we've been working on with the producer. Yep, right? revisions are pretty much done on the pilot. We're and this working week on we the finished Bible. up the uh, revisions to the series Bible and a big long pitch document that explains the whole show. And so we're going to be pitching that mm-hmm. around probably this fall. I, I think. Should yeah. be, I would think, sometime around there probably. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's very exciting. We've been working on that for a very long time. So yes. we're very excited about that. Also, sci fi, what? Weird. Yep. It's like and we're into that or mm-hmm. something. Uh, and we have um, a comic anthology coming out later this year. No, we don't have an anthology coming out. We have a story out. in a comic anthology a story coming in an out anthology. later this year. Yes. Um, the If Anthology, which will be in Barnes & Noble if you want to pick it up. Right, we'll I think we mentioned that in, in a trip earlier. But uh, every year, Alterna Comics does an anthology called If, just I-F, If Anthology. Last year, the theme was crime, and we had a, a, a crime short story in there mm-hmm. that we did with artist Philip C.V., and this year, we're in the horror-themed one with um, an adaptation of my seminar short, True Horror. Yep. You want to go listen to that a ways back. And that's with art by Jerry Gaylord. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be out this fall, I think, November. Yep. And what else? Um, Did we forget something? I'm sure we forgot stuff. something. There's other stuff, too. I don't even remember. We've got so many pitches yeah. and projects. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what else is going on. I don't know. You looked at your list. My notes failed That me. means you had everything. We got a lot going on. Yeah. And as soon as I'm sure if any of it becomes available or we can announce officially anything about it, you'll be hearing about it. We'll let you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, is there a place where they could see some of our other stuff? Why, yes, there is. We have a website called BirdGuest. B-I-R-D. Guest. G-U-E-S-T. Yep, just like it sounds. If I'm dot com saying things correctly where we put all of our credits etc yeah and it links to um a bunch of our different work and stuff like that although we don't have the the little devil animatic up there yet we should add that we're we'll gonna do that. that and when we can add some more information about the comic or whatever we'll put that up there too mm-hmm. but yes there's a a little story about why it's called bird guest do you want to tell it the page no. You want to tell it? No, you're just going to say, you have to go there to you're see it now? You're going to have to go there and look. Why is our website Bird Guest? Right? Isn't that weird? It's a mystery. Why would it be that? I don't know. Yeah, you're going to... so weird. You're going to check it out. It's so weird. Totally weird. So, that's the place you can go. And, of course, our um, Twitter accounts, uh, we post about stuff you can find there. That even more often than our website, we post, you know, little, like, uh, a few panels from our comic or where we put up the animatic initially and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, if you so... stop by... Susan L. Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. Yeah, that's us on Twitter, which is a later thing we're already getting to now. Where he, can you find us on social media? Well, you're the one who said well, that was our the, Twitter. Yeah, well, all right, fine, whatever. That's your fault. Okay, well, we're doing it slightly out of order. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> He's going to flunk us now. Yeah, well. Give us homework. Okay. And then we get to Jordan's famous bullet questions. Sorry okay. my voice is going. We've done this interview a lot of times already. Okay. Um, so, what's our favorite Muppet? Oscar the Grouch. you got to say the full thing. I As he's green uh-huh. like a Slytherin. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, and this is the question I was very excited to talk about because my favorite Muppet is a very obscure Muppet, and his name is Carl. Big bad Carl. Big mean Carl. Big mean Carl. 
Well, he was just Carl on the show I first knew him at. He on the first um, or the most recent Muppet show that ran for like two seasons about Miss Piggy's talk show mm-hmm. on ABC, which was kind of divisive, but I really liked it. Um, Carl was the receptionist in their production office. He's this big monster. With He's like horns. a big teal monster with horns and his jaw kind of goes sideways when he talks. Yeah. He's so amazing. And I loved him from that. And then I found out he was in that 90s Muppet show that was on and he just straight up killed people by eating them. Yeah, he didn't do that when he was working for Miss Piggy. No, he just but it just made me like him more. He, he yelled a lot. Yeah, but now no, he would straight up eat Muppet people. Just the head, arms, feet all the way down his throat. It was amazing. It was surprising. He's the best. So, Carl. Carl. You gotta love Carl. You go, Carl. Okay. What's your favorite Marvel movie? Thor. The first Thor. You know. You like the pretty boy? Why, why is it all about that? It's not. It's because it's a funny movie. Yeah. It's a very female gazy movie. Uh-huh. I, I love the movie too. I think it's a very and strong And Thor is amazingly yes. hilarious. It is, yes. And fun. Yes. I mean, he is adorable, but that's like a secondary thing. You got a Hemsworth thing going on. No, I don't. A little bit of a Hemsworth thing. No. Yeah. Best Hemsworth is the closest. Uh-huh. He is the best Hemsworth. <laughs> then there's the other Hemsworths. But we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about this one. So, What's your favorite? Well, <laughs> I had some difficulty choosing because I feel that after 10 years, surprisingly, I feel like the Marvel movies are now stronger than they have ever been. Mm-hmm. The past stretch of four or five, I think, have been amazing. I loved Ant-Man and the Wasp. I loved Spider-Man Homecoming. I loved uh, Black Panther. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was good. I like the first Thor more than that, but I still yeah. thought it was a good movie. Um, I feel like there's another one or two in there I'm missing, but I feel like the last stretch of them all together was, has been really impressive, but Black Panther was probably my favorite one mm-hmm. if I had to pick one. Okay. And then what was our favorite DC movie? And we both said, of course, it's Wonder Woman. It's totally Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Because she's the best. Wonder Woman. And she kicks ass. Wonder and she Woman. looks amazing in every outfit. Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we watch it in 4K. It's so beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. I think she should be a little gayer, mm. but I'm okay with what they put up there. So. I see. But yeah. There's hope for future movies though, right? Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. Okay. Uh, favorite pizza topping? Pineapple. See, I say I like pineapple on pizza. I know we're very divisive now. We're losing our fans. I know. They're... But... You know what? Y'all are going to get over it. People like different things, and that's right. It's all right. Fine. So I like pineapple on pizza, but I like it even more with pepperoni. I feel you have to match the two together for the absolute best pizza experience. That does sound good. It's amazing. And failing that, the best pizza topping would be another pizza. Well. <laughs> so those are my picks. Okay. okay. Um, and that was it. Then we did the social media things, which we already talked about. Yeah. You can find us on the Twitters or at birdguest.com. You'll find us. You always do. Do they? They better. Come find us. <laughs> well, there you there you have it. That's the interview. We talk really fast. I guess. This this was a lot shorter than when we did it before. We're just speeding through it. We've done these answers three times, so well, we don't have to stop and think about them. We've had practice. So much practice. So, um, there, there you go. Hopefully, you learned some stuff. And we're going to say bye to you and then be right back. Weird. It's going to be a little And weird. even though he doesn't appear in this interview now because of stupid technical difficulties, we're going to thank Jordan. 
Thank you, Jordan. For doing the interviews for 80 plus episodes That's in a insane. row. Isn't it? It's crazy. He's great. So unfortunately, technology did not cooperate with any of us this time. But in any case, thank you. We can you. still thank you. Yay! Yeah. And now we'll end this and you'll go back to hearing my voice before I do the interview mm-hmm. all these times. And I'll sound a little bit better than I do now. Hopefully. Probably a little bit. So. Okay. It's been great to be here. Super great. We're never on this show. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Aww. And thank you. Okay, now it's creepy. Yeah. If you don't get creepy, it ain't a bridges joint. No pithy remark? No. End it. It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Monday, September 3rd, only for Kickstarter backers. And coming out Wednesday, September 19th? Yes. For the rest of you all. The Active Radioactive Radio web series, episode two. Hey and hello, my babies. Johnny Franks, both your favorite host and mine, is back for another episode of Post-Apocalyptic Merrymaking. Only, uh... Look, I don't mean to be a downer. <laughs> Lonely Leftin can be depressing enough as it is, what with the two-headed cooties trying to kill you, no water or shelter, and, uh, Oksana's stew. Yikes. But Johnny can't help but wonder just what we've gotten ourselves into. <laughs> or... Rather, what I have gotten us into, because Johnny knows you've got his back, right? (laughs) Right. 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 See, the thing is, it's Lotus. She clearly has the power to break into my feet anytime she wants. And her motives are shrouded in mystery. Uh, Much like the recipe for everyone's favorite treat, uh, kite elegante meat-type cat food. Coming out Wednesday, September 5th, The Kingery, Season 9, Episode 12, Season Finale! Assistance! We require medical assistance! Attention, please! Next time on The Kingery. I'm just going to bottom line it. We have reason to believe the 5th has moved into Arkell territory. What makes you think they're here now? Oh, I don't know. Multiple assassination attempts? More than just attempts. I was there with Vesper. She was just the first. That we know of. And plenty more came after. Oh, Hooks, I could kiss you. Oh, thank God you're here. Major, what's going on? What, what is with everyone today? How can you miss what has been going on? Have you not looked out a window, or checked the news, or come out from under the rock under which you live? It's more a hole, a very deep hole, that I've sort of dug myself into. We do not have time for this. Maddie? You going loony on us? What's with the tinfoil hat? A giant K-lock is tearing up the kingery. I did not see that coming. And the fifth assassin has been striking at will. Only at PendantAudio.com. Scotch. Who's got the scotch? Why did nobody bring scotch? Coming out Wednesday, September 12th. Sonnets 13, The Pendant Shakespeare.
Oh, what a lovely day. Oh? Hello, announcer speaking. Went to the sessions of sweet silent thought. I summon up a remembrance of things past. I sigh the lack of many a thing I sought. And with old woes, new wail my dear times waste. Yeah, I'm a nostalgic guy myself. There was this one time that... Why didn't thou promise such a beauteous day and make me travel forth without my cloak? To let the base clouds overtake me in my way, hiding my bravery in their rotten smoke? Hey, I didn't do any promising. But you should probably get a refund from whoever did. Love is too young to know what conscience is. Yet, who knows not conscience is born of love. Look, did you call for therapy or did you call in for a sonnets trailer? Then, dental cheater, urge not my amiss. Yeah, um, okay. Bye. <sighs> the Sonnets Part 13 premieres next month, presented by the Wild Bill Variety Show. Listen or catch up anytime on desktop or mobile at PendantAudio.com. And now back to my coffee. Dang, if those Sonnets voices aren't straight to the point. La, 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 the show is almost done. Yay! <laughs> that's the end of the show. Yep, that sure was a lot of us. That's the end of a 100 episodes 100. of Twip. Twip! We hope our listener has enjoyed them. <laughs> we do! I'm sure there's at least two. Hmm. You're trying to double our audience size right now. Right now. I'm, I'm throwing down the gauntlet. Yikes, man. I don't know if we can live up. Watch out. Uh... Be sure to? I guess. I was just trying to think if I had anything else. You literally didn't. Like, apparently. <laughs> Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. The Facebook page at facebook.com slash pendantaudio. The Twitter at pendantweb. The Tumblr at pendantaudio.tumblr.com. We are on YouTube at Pendant Productions. And stop by the Discord chat, also at Pendant Productions. And uh, look us up, say hello. Talk and chat and stuff. It's good for you. Sure it is. It's good for us. <laughs> we like talking to you. This is Susan Bridges. We'll see you back here next month. Oh, well, you took forever. That's your fault. Okay, that one's on you. <laughs> we'll see you back here next month. This is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges, who can do things at the right time. <gasps> Thanks for listening. <laughs> you! I'm gonna get stabbed. I don't have anything nearby to stab you with. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> a show a little show a little baby show okay guys 100 for all of you <laughs> oh my god